0: Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Huh.
1: dug is on me. Yeah. yeah. Give them shirts now. Yeah. Put that shit right up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I could have done better. T-shirt time. It's it t- is T-shirt, t-shirt time. Time.
2: Give away some T-shirts. T-shirt time. Can we do underwear soon? what well Ooh. if you design them madam, we can do it wait a minute thongs for wait all. a minute why everyone gives t-shirts away let's be different
3: that's fucking or socks no socks or underwear. Underwear is brilliant you know why because people would post them on instagram and <laughs> they're wearing their fucking mind pump underwear yeah. right true and then we get to see people in their underwear yeah double win we are freaks
2: of the industry. Maybe we should start with socks.
3: Okay. We the if you want underwear, yeah, flood
2: our Instagram. Let us know you Dad, want pup underwear. Can you tell our uh, uh, t-shirt team guys, can you ask them about that? I can will. You, can I ask them if, they we'll can do see see them if we can do that? Socks Underwares. socks or underwear. Either one of those. We're open. They have to be bikini the only, underwear. The only thing with the underwear, I feel like underwear there's going to be, uh, what well, I, mean, I guess there is with t-shirts, right? There's going to be a ton of different sizes. I guess we'll mm. have... Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess it's not, you no know, no different, huh?
3: No. Yeah.
0: yeah I don't know. know.
2: I guess we'll find out. We'll look into it. <laughs> they got to
1: swaddle uh, Sal's balls. Yeah.
3: It
0: swaddle. <laughs> he made that very clear. I the,
3: do like that. Yeah.
0: We are going to give some t-shirts, but unfortunately, I don't know what's going on here, but uh, we're getting fewer reviews. Uh, so well, we it's, fewer. it was venereal disease dun, dun, weekend.
2: That's dun, why. Oh,
3: that's
1: right. Valentine's weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Listeners, right. we need you. To leave reviews because more reviews. Because if you don't, we, we need you. If you don't, we're gonna kill a puppy. I'm um, just kidding. Was, I'm just kidding. We're that's not gonna. gonna it's not a gonna kid. work for us. No. <laughs> Doug, that's Doug's nervous laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sal, Sal, don't get us in trouble.
1: <laughs> You're crazy. We're not gonna kill a puppy. No, but we do no need reviews. We
3: do need more reviews. Please leave us some awesome reviews. Take your phone, your friend's phone. Leave one on there. Yeah. Steal a phone. I don't care. Give it back though. But <laughs> yeah. make sure you get, leave Get your
1: mom to put one down. You yeah. Your mom likes us anyway. Yeah, you does. know she
0: does. She listens yeah. in the corner. We're going to give away two shirts today. The first one is to Jenny May Lisa Lee.
3: Oh, winner.
0: Jenny, Jenny! Jenny and we May got Kara 2014. Kara 2014. Yes. So both of you, please send over your iTunes name, your shirt size, your address to mindpumpradio at gmail.com.
3: And uh, before we forget, uh, we need to let's remind people how to leave reviews because it's hard to get to sometimes. You go on the, the podcast icon. Go on the search function. Type in Mind Pump. So even if you subscribe, you still got to do it this way. Type in Mind Pump. Icon will come up. You click on the icon. Then you'll see reviews. Click on reviews. Then you can leave a review. And that's for the iPhone, right?
0: That's for the iPhone. That's how you do
2: it. That's
3: how you do it. Oh, shit. All
0: right, everyone. More reviews for this next week, please. We love it. Beef it up.
3: If you want to pump your body
2: and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and
3: Justin Andrews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mind Pump. Mind Pump Radio. This is the fitness show starring Sal Stefano, The hottest fitness show on radio. Adam Schaefer, ooh, ooh. and Justin Andrews.
1: Take me. To the rhythm of the moment oh. and the glory lights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. since <sighs> I've unleashed
3: the pipes. Everybody got a boner. Dude, yeah. You get a boner. You, a- get a boner. <laughs> you get a boner. <laughs> you
1: get a boner. Doug's got-, got a boner. It's raging. Boner. Everybody's got boners. Yeah. <laughs> now let's use them. <laughs> oh, whoa, You dude, went too far. Too far. Dude, too, too far. My bad. Adam, you got a lot
2: of energy, bro. Uh,
1: you know Why what? So so energy? So, um... <laughs> You know, I was experimenting. I was
3: experimenting
2: part. with some drugs the other day. What? Oh. What?
3: That's, that's a good thing to tell the kids. You, let me. No, fuck that, dude. I'm pissed off right now. What? You didn't Hold give on. any to me and Justin.
2: Hello. <laughs> you know, we're right I, here, bro. I You know what? I you know this. I this should be a disclaimer in this one, Doug, for sure. Uh, <laughs> this is we're talking about grown-ups, Everybody who's thirty and above. If you're younger than yeah, that, yeah,
0: anybody under eighteen. 18- Close your ears. Yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, I didn't start experimenting with drugs till I got NC-17. older, seventeen, when I thought I could just keep them all in control. So, uh, which is obviously I'm not because I'm uh, still experimenting. <laughs> 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 so, this is the worst fitness show on the <laughs> fucking. Uh, no, no, dude. No, 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 Listen, we're going somewhere with this. I promise. Okay, we're okay. Somewhere. All so all right, all right. Uh, I'm waiting. Have, I'm waiting. No, I, I, um, I've never been diagnosed with it, uh, uh, with ADD, but I, I believe I have it.
3: And- can I? Can I? Can I just interject real quick? Mm. Uh, you do. Go you ahead. D- continue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and uh, when I, when I first-
1: my professional when opinion. I,
2: when I first got into the cannabis clubs uh, in my late late 20s, early 30s, uh, to and started doing that, and I started experimenting with cannabis, uh, I, one of the things I fell in love with was, you know, at night, it was the first thing that I'd ever tried that, like, settled my brain down. And I'd done, like, the Tylenol PMs and all the pills and drugs, stuff like that, and it was just- It made me feel terrible Mm -hmm. like I'd just be groggy the next day and I felt like I kept having to add more to the prescription, which is like I knew that was all bad. So and then when I when cannabis was introduced to me and I I learned about the strains and the different types and and how to use it for for purposes like that. I fell in love with it. I was like, Oh my God, these, I could sleep. I could relax. My brain could just like kind of shut down and I kind of, I kind of get dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not great for me uh, throughout the day. I can't smoke weed. I'm not functional. People would think I'm uh, retarded talking to them. So mm-hmm. it's something that I stay away from, uh, on during the daytime, unless I'm around family, it's a weekend and it's a vacation for me. Maybe I'll indulge in the, the afternoon with buddies or friends or people that I trust. Uh, so that was my first experiment with something like that. Uh, and I, we were joking when we first started. I'm not somebody, uh, I was, the kid who didn't have sex, didn't have to do drugs and doing that stuff growing up through Boring. It was a boring-ass kid. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, nerdy athlete kid. <sighs> didn't do any of that stuff. As I got older, then I became more interested. And in, once I got into fitness and health and science, then there was certain things that, you know, just because society says this is all bad, this is that, that I thought, well, well you know, just because they say it's all bad, why don't I do my own research and find out? you know, exactly what happens to the body and if this is something that I would be looking for. So that's led me to other fantastic drugs of trying these things out and seeing what works and what doesn't work for me. So recently, getting to the- He deal, met a devil woman. Getting to the climax was of this, <laughs> Let's be honest. Getting to the climax of the story. Uh, and like I, so I said earlier when I first started that, I, um, you know, I think I have ADD, although I've never been diagnosed. So my friend, he's like, hey, you know, have you ever tried Ritalin before? For yeah. Ritalin? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So- I said I just, no. Like imagine this really smiley guy. Like, hey, yeah, right. And hey I, and I <laughs> is that why? You,
3: is, is that why you're doing your homework right now?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, I did. I, I
2: I took one, and you know what I noticed was I had this um this uh, this ability to focus. You know, and I, and I on whatever task was, it, it definitely put me in. Uh, I I felt the energy from it for sure. Um, it's a
3: methamphetamine, isn't it? I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Is it? So, I think it's something I have no like that. Idea. Which yeah.
2: also made me realize that, like, okay, this is something that I would most certainly not want to introduce into my life on a regular basis, like they prescribe it, mm-hmm. you know, because then I could see how yeah. addictive those properties are. You just, just want to use you. it for fun. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, sorry. no, no. I, I could see where, uh, you know, for example, I'm excited um as we're we're right now we're discussing another getaway with mind pump we're talking about taking off uh for a week and again so we can knock out some more work and uh, release some more programs for you guys and i can't wait to uh try that during that time because i think that uh, oh man what if it makes you an asshole yeah probably a little bit really Really? i think i think a a little a little me being an asshole is is uh good for the team don't you think well
3: yeah yeah, yeah I can. we have our safe space. Usually it's uh, Doug south. being an asshole so yeah.
2: no, then D- you'll be the asshole. Not really. Doug, Doug, Doug <laughs> even Doug has a sweet way of being an asshole. Yeah, he does. He's you know? a sweet asshole. Yeah, he's he, what do they say? He's <laughs> he's, a sweet, he's the uh, what do they say? Doug? sweet you're,
1: sugary
3: asshole. You're the
2: iron fist with velvet gloves, is that right? Wow. That sounds good. Speaking of assholes. <laughs> 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 yeah. So so uh so you had a good experience. You felt assholes. focused. Yeah I did I did uh, I think it's definitely something. There's that-
3: nothing like There's nothing like Self-diagnosis You know <laughs> You like that Yeah Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that shit All that was, the time Yeah
2: that was me My feelings yeah, And WebMD
3: right there <laughs> yeah. That was a long way Of saying you tried Ritalin And you liked it <laughs>
2: Well, I wanted to preface because I, yeah, I, you know, I know we're going to lose some listeners because I know there's some some mom listening right now, she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, I tell my son to listen to this show, and now these kids that they're these guys that they look up to are gonna, now they're my kids." No, here.
3: I'll, uh, here's the thing, a disclaimer: Ritalin is uh, adi- uh, it can be addictive. It actually is addictive. You can take it and become habit forming. You build up a tolerance. It can cause lots of problem. I, I think it's a methamphetamine, if I'm not mistaken. If it's not, it's similar to one. So it's definitely not something you want to play around with. But it's prescribed to kids. Who have well, uh, what's the ADD other, and stuff? What's the
2: other one that I knew there was this huge epidemic going on with, with college students? What were they taking? Oh, what is it? The other one, not, the, not Ritalin, but the uh, uh, Adderall? Oh, Adderall? Adderall. Yeah. Adderall's Which the
3: other one. Which is similar, one. right? Adderall and Ritalin are different but similar. Well, um, when
1: they take like beta blockers too to perform better. Like I've heard this for like musicians especially. Oh, to
3: get their heartbeat to slow down mm-hmm. and chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At,
1: yeah. So they do this before like yeah. big tests and yeah. finals and
3: well, it's interesting cuz some drugs have Crazy a stigma. Kids. Some drugs drugs have a stigma and others don't. Um, you know, you could go to any pharmacy and buy I mean 80% of the stuff on the counter will kill you if you have too much of it. Tylenol is one of them. more people get sent to the hospital for Tylenol than almost anything else. Mm, yeah. So, uh, it's pretty It's like all the failed
1: attempts, you know, yeah. these kids eating too many of those things.
3: So that's why I was I was wondering why you why you look so energetic. <laughs> focus is yeah, the Yeah, I'm sorry. You look focus, so focused. Focus is the word I like Stay to Stay focused. Yeah. Stay focused. Yeah. All right, Doug. You know what that means. I think it's time. I think it is. I think it's time for the motherfucking quad. You told my line,
2: Kwa. you piece of shit.
3: I took your line, dude. You can't do that. You already huh? stole mother- the center. Oh,
2: mother, <laughs>
1: motherfucking quad. This
2: guy stole the center. Say you, it again. Go. You st-
1: it's motherfucking quad time. Yeah. yeah. Motherfucking quad. Yeah. It, bring it, Doug. I've got it. Hit
0: bring, me. Bring the heat. Hit it. Fat, fit, pat. Ooh, Whoa. I love yeah. that. Fat, fit, pat. Fat, fit, pat. Hitting you. Dr. Seuss wrote that. Biggest marketing mistakes new trainers make? Mm. Mm. Uh, here's the one that I see a lot of trainers do
3: when they first start. Mm. <laughs> I'm laughing because I, <laughs> I know I'm know i going to get Go into, into it with Adam. I know good. me and Adam uh-oh, are going to get into uh-oh. it. it uh-oh, Yeah, so, <laughs> so here's what I see trainers doing, and uh, I think it's a uh, a waste. But there's a way you can do it that it's not a waste.
1: Can I preface this? So Go ahead. It,
3: did you see this in 1980, 1990? that what people doing this yeah i see people doing it now and it's fucking stupid no way because now uh i think it's silly to do flyers i think it's silly to go put flyers on cars and to do door hangers throughout the whole fucking neighborhood i'm gonna fucking i just feel like because i've never seen that i've seen it now and here's why i think uh if you're handing out flyers and you're meeting people great way to promote yourself but most trainers don't they don't want to meet people they want to go fucking high like go be like a ninja put a flyer in your car, run away and hope you call them. Yeah. And you're going to put out a thousand of them and you're going to get shit.
2: Can you not read? Can you not read what it says? Marketing mistake? Biggest. Marketing mistake. You really think that, that that that's one of the biggest marketing mistakes that can possibly- wow, I can't make. think of what else people do for <laughs> I marketing. I should punch you in your cock right now. First of all- What, newspaper ad? You know, this is the part that that's not fair about you, too. Hit me in my cock. Dude. No, no, no. Okay. The, <laughs> this motherfucker has a, you know, he has the ability to read something and be able to, like, regurgitate it right away. He memorized stuff. Fan, like, unreal. It's unreal to me. Um, And I- Ritalin I, free. No, listen. Oh. <laughs> Stupid, dude. <laughs> I, I know somewhere in one of my books, I, I read a perfect statistic for this, and I'm going to probably mutilate it, but I'm going to get the point across here to you guys because I'm not as, as <laughs> 78% hey, we'll of the time, with you. it works all the time. No, 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 no. No, uh, I mean, one of the rules with marketing is that before someone makes a purchase, they, on average, they have to see see that three times.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So even though, and, and here's another number for you too, they, they say there's a 1% return on, you know, Tangible things like that, your flyers, your door hangers, pieces of paper like that, 1%. So that is a very, very small number. Mm -hmm. So I get where you're going with that. But one, it is a fucking return and it is still a numbers game. And somebody can't, somebody can be paid little money to go get out there and do it. And two, that's the second part that you're getting. You're getting that, you're seeing this brand, you're seeing. Like mind pump. If I went out and I uh, flyer, if I actually had the discipline every single day for the last year to flyer every car with mind pump stickers, I guarantee you every single person in that gym would... So be what a- you're
3: saying is your, the rate of return for the time that you would have spent doing that all year would have been better than doing something else?
2: No, I'm not saying that. that okay. I didn't say it's the number one okay. thing to do. I'm just saying I'm just debating you that it's not the so, biggest right. marketing so what's mistake.
1: what's your number one?
2: Yeah. A biggest marketing mistake? I think a biggest marketing mistake someone can do is actually... Uh, um, what's the word I want to say uh, pigeonhole themselves into one way of thinking, which this I think is very common and is one of the things that we are huge against, which is, you know, uh, maybe doing like some multi-level marketing thing where you're, you're part of uh, what's a brand oh, uh, yeah, like yeah, Avon yeah. or one of those, what a one fitness ones. There's what's a fitness one. Give me one. That's herbal uh, life. Yeah. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? When you do that, you poison the rest of your career. Because you'll forever be known as the Herbalife guy. That's when a the, good point. Like, Monavi Like, I know guys that were, like, huge on Monavi and their trainers, and they were pushing it like it's this miraculous thing, and then the company goes bankrupt. Jeez. And then that, and now you're forever tied you're to that. You're the Monovi trainer. You're the trainer yeah. who was promoting something that was such a crock of shit that the company went bankrupt. That's, no, that's
3: a good one. That's stupid. So, yeah, that is so stupid.
2: tying yourself to, to gimmicks and tying yourself... Uh, that goes for any, like, like I said, there's I, can, I can't I can think of all the names right off the top of my head, but there's lots of fitness ones right now where they do these, you know, you join the team and then you you sell the program and then you get to be a part of the seminar at the end of the year. Well, they it's give like a, the, the beach body. Yes, beach body is another know, things one.
1: Things like that where it's like, you know, just shakes. You know? Yes. All you need to do yes, is Shakeology.
2: Yes, Shakeology. All, the, all these, like, if you're a what? trainer, tying yourself to uh, something like this, I think is the biggest mistake you can make because you know what? You better hope to God that you make your million. You're that, that 1% of the 1% of the 1% that actually yeah. makes a million bajillion dollars off oh, of that. Oh, and you have to
1: work your ass off to make any money
2: doing that yeah. stuff
1: for them. You're making them a lot of money by and the way. And then you
2: forever taint yourself. Yeah. You forever taint yourself, and you will spend the next five to 10 years, if you can actually last in the fitness industry still, trying to get rid of that stigma.
1: I think that's a great point. I think
2: Boom, Sal. Yeah. Boom. Well, no, no, hold on. It's a like went, wait, it, wait, wait, wait. Let me uh, Justin, I'm interject I'm, I'm, here and tell me how much that
1: smokes he his said- and flyers. Yes. Okay, let's just – we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I was thinking immediately, and I think that's a great point, um, uh, as far as like if, if you're talking about a trainer that is independent versus somebody that's inside the, the corporate world. So this is different. If you're an independent trainer, one of the biggest um, mistakes that I see is that uh, the, the trainer brands himself as uh, – Basically, like a company, like it just makes up some random name, and I'm guilty of this too. Because um what I found in my experience is that people are buying you. You are the product. Good point. Very and, good point. And so, like, to for me to 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 wrap myself around some like stupid name that I came up with, that I think is cool and it's got a great logo and all the kind of stuff. In your defense,
2: in your defense, being a guy who went through school and business, yeah, right, you. It, business tells you to do that, right? Think yeah, big, think long term, future in twenty years. Yeah, I'm not you're gonna, gonna have employees. I'm not gonna be oh, Justin Andrews dude,
1: Fitness. Everybody yeah. working for me. I'm gonna be Listen, some, I'm gonna be yeah. Google. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm you're saying. I'm not <laughs> gonna have employees. You know, unless you actually have a gym, and and then that's that's your whole. Yeah, nobody
3: wants to work out with synergy. You know what I mean? They yeah. want to work out with Justin Andrews. That's it. It's
1: uh. it's Justin Andrews. And so then I started marketing and promoting myself as Justin Andrews. I had way better, uh, uh, you know. Uh, return from that and like efforts and, and people responding to that because not only that but then I put my phone number it's like me my phone number you know the, like cut to the chase like all this other shit is fluff
3: yeah people want uh people should know your name if you're a trainer that's how you get you get yourself out there they know yeah. you they
2: know your name they know your face um now after I, after listening to those two good ones can you come up with yeah. a better one now
1: or go no? get well, go uh, well, get your your full name and last name domain if you can well,
2: well I'm talking
3: about look the average trainer that's listening right now is thinking for themselves, and and, not, and very few of them are thinking about doing body, you know, uh, shakeology and herbalife. That's why that didn't even pop in my head. I've never had a trainer work for me do that, but I know I have known other people doing it. But I know I have known most trainers start as personal trainers independently, and every single one of them makes a mistake of investing five hundred dollars on you know five thousand flyers and getting nothing in return. I've seen that happen five trillion times. That's why I call that out. But I'll tell you one of the best things you could do, because we're giving you the worst mistakes. Here's one of the best things you could fucking do. It's literally, stand outside your gym and talk, go up to people and talk to people and offer a free a free assessment and book one. I swear to God, that alone is the easiest fucking thing you could do. It sounds stupid. It's super easy. I could stand outside any gym yeah. and book at least one assessment in a couple hours well, all you need is
1: them in front of you I mean that's you, it you get this rapport you get everything started turning in the right direction it's just like just get in front of me Any, anything I can do to get you in front of me I'm gonna close you
3: you just go out and just introduce yourself to people when that's I first it. when I just first bought friendly. my gym exactly when I first bought my gym <laughs> I went to all the businesses around and offered every single owner there uh free personal training for a while and I because I knew they'd refer people and then I'd stand outside my door introduce myself I just own this gym I'm new here's my name Sal would you like to schedule an assessment and that's all I did. Uh, years later, I had a trainer come work for me. Um, her name is Megan. Uh, she might be listening right now. And she had no clients. And she I, she is a sponge. And she literally did exactly what I told her. She said, what should I do? I said, live here at the gym, sit outside the store, and talk to people. And a, a year later, she bought my gym off me.
2: Your um, your net worth is your net circle. hmm if you guys haven't tuned in and watched it, I'm talking to all of you guys right now too. I think Doug said he watched one. Showtime billions. Mm. There's a there's a free plug for them for that. That's a great your circle is your net worth. Net circle is your, well, net, your Lord true net worth. Well, Jason said your, that too. Oh, did he say? Yeah, it, he did he, said, yeah. Oh, great show. I'm on. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. started. It's only on episode four mm, or five. You guys are in
1: the same frequency.
2: I'm, yeah. No. Great. Great. Great show for sure. Uh, but yeah. No. Your your true net worth is your net circle. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, building those relationships uh, is. I think, what by far, one of the best things you could do. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, if
3: you think of your goal as a personal trainer to book assessments, not sell training, but to book assessments, and then when the assessments come in, your goal is to sell training. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to sell training standing outside the gym introducing yourself to people, so don't even try. Your goal is simply to get them to schedule an appointment and to get them to show up. Once you get that to happen, before you know it, you'll have a full schedule. It's literally that hard. It's not that hard. Imagine if you booked... All you did was book one or two assessments a day. That's all you'd need to do. Within a couple months, you'd have some clients. So it's really not that hard. Uh, it's hard in the sense that people don't like to do that. I know, I know especially trainers, for whatever reason, and like that, they're, they're like afraid
2: to go talk to people. You know, it's yeah. very common. It's very, very common. Yeah, you, know, you should be your goal. They, is you they, they, have they'd rather make
3: in front a website. They'd yeah. rather make all kinds of other shit and design a wonderful flyer than just go outside and shake someone's hand. Yeah, which is pretty crazy.
0: Next question is from Jenny May Lisa Lee. They, uh, she wants your thoughts on body weight set point theory. And the second part of the question is, do you think it's possible to change this set point yeah. long term?
2: I like this one. Uh, so the body
0: weight set point set theory point is theory. basically says that
3: you have a body weight number that your body uh, wants you at. Right. Like and if you go
1: over it. It's best acclimated at this weight. And at this weight. you do. Uh, is either going to be harder or easier for you to attain? You know, the further away you get from the set point. So, right. first of
2: all, before you get all scientific on it, because I know you love to dive in right away. Uh-huh. Do you? Do, what? Let's go around here. Do you believe in it? Do you not believe in it? What's your?
1: Uh, I think. Uh, I know. Uh,
3: first of all, of course, you have your genetic body. So there's going to be a, there's going to be a range. Like I I can never weigh, you know, three hundred pounds of muscle, or I can never weigh, you know, eighty pounds of mu- you know of lean body mass. Um. So there's definitely going to be a range based on your genetics, but the body weight set point theory is bullshit. It's actually it was created by the diet companies, by supplement companies, by workout companies to uh, somehow sell you in the fact that they can change your set point. And so it was a new way to promote their programs. Like we can move your set point, and now your body will always stay at this new leaner body weight. Um, uh, the reality is that no, it's uh, it's all it's up to your lifestyle, uh, how you live, how you move. I could take a bunch of people who think their set point puts them at fat, and I can throw them in the Amazon, and have, have them live with a bunch of Amazonians yeah. like them, and guess what? Their set point's going to be different. So, it
1: sounds like an excuse.
3: You know he yeah.
2: You know he can't possibly say yes or no without fucking going into a large detail like i asking <laughs> him not to do. Just I said, stop. I fucking second. said just give me a yes or no <laughs> without giving all the fucking science behind it because now it just ruins it for Justin and myself to say, like, of course not. It's not either, but it would be nice for oh, us. the like, I took, go, all, the, uh, I took all, all the luster out. Scientific
3: I, Jesus. I ate all the vanilla.
2: Well, here, scientific thunder. Here's the thing too uh, I mean uh, this is um for sure not true and I'm I'm living proof of that I mean for a long period of my so once you once your my body fully matured as as a man and I'm not growing anymore yeah, I did cool vagina, style. Yeah, I, I did fall into yeah. this kind of weight range where my body wanted to always kind of be happy at it. and and if I clear, if clear, I disciplined clear. really hard yeah on gaining and and bulking up or whatever, I'd add 10 or 15 pounds, and then the moment I stopped thinking about it, my body would kind of naturally go back down that 10 to 15 pounds. But over a course of years, and of course of me educating myself and learning how to train the body properly, I've added pounds, like one a small amount, three pounds to five pounds of muscle every single year, and that adds up over a course of 15 years of training. And now my set point is, I'm a 30 to 40 pound
1: different man than what I was 10 years ago, you know? And well, doesn't it kind of also remind you of BMI, like how like a physician would prescribe you to be like a specific body weight, how stupid that you're is. You're like, you're yeah. an idiot. Right. Yeah. yeah. It it just because I'm like over 200 pounds, does that really mean that I'm going to die? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. you are you're not accounting for any of my those muscle mass do they still have those in the doctor's office? Those are awful. BM- of course they do.
3: BMI still there? Look, it's stupid. Cut your leg off. Oh, yeah. your weight went down. Your BMI is lower. You must be healthier. Good job. No, that's not what happened. Yeah.
2: yeah no. Well, it's, it, I'm considered obese in that. In. in oh yeah. 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 Was, all of us are. Yeah, we all are. All yeah, of us are obese. We're, we're all fat asses. Yeah.
3: yeah. So, uh, you know, set. Yeah. Look at this. Um, Could uh, be true. Um, the average American for this for their height is going to be have a, is heavier than the average. I don't know uh, other nationality. Uh, you know, maybe a European nationality. So, um, does that mean we have a higher set point? Does that mean our genes are different? No, we're all, we're all, we we all evolve the same. We're not, we're not that different. Humans are all pretty similar. Um, the set point theory is a was a marketing uh, technique. It was real popular in the 90s. I remember hmm. they'd have like, these diet. You know these. Uh, you know when you'd watch late night TV and they'd have these diet, like uh, you know, buy our yeah. diet book and they'd be Trick like, "Trick your set point." Yeah, we could change your set point. And it's just like, oh, that's fucking brilliant marketing. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody else is uh, making me lose that's weight. That's where that came from.
2: That's, that's where it came from. Uh, diet for your
1: body type, which
2: is probably wh- exactly why Jenny's asking this question. I'm sure she's seen it marketed, a marketed to us, and that, <laughs> which is why why she also is following up with, "Do we believe it can change it?" So, okay, now I'm, now I'm glad you put that out because now here's the thing that. Uh, it we I hope she's not uh, listening to somebody tell her that right now that hey you can change your set point and is marketing that to her and then we're agreeing that you can change yes you can change your set point but there was no set point to begin with yeah, yeah. exactly there was no there was no yeah. set point to begin with and there's and here's Doug brought something up when he was writing the question he was writing the question and he made a comment about uh, our our habits you know what we tend to do is we tend to go back to whatever our habits are and, and there's that, your set point and exactly you've created that though you've created right. those habits do you skip breakfast all the time do you always eat this at this time do you do you typically you know overeat on friday nights and then you, you know what i'm saying you kind of have these patterns right. where humans we fall into these patterns and and eating patterns and exercise patterns and we create these set points. and that's
3: why us. that's why when they did this marketing and they said set point it mm-hmm. rang a bunch of bells that's why everybody it resonated they're like oh my god you're right no mm-hmm. matter what i It's another crutch. I'm 230 pounds. It's a crutch that
1: people can gravitate towards like flies. Right. Because you got to change. You
3: want to change your set point, you just change the way you live. And so, in reality, there is no set point. It all has to do with how you live. Of course, there's limits to that. You know, you're not going to get taller if you're already, you know, a certain height. You're not going to gain mass amounts of weight or lose mass amounts of weights if you're with, you know, outside your genetic capability. But other than that, no, it's up to you. It's all marketing.
2: That that being said, too, you know, the. the uh, freaking predestiny man. No, when you, when what's, what, what is that? When you continue to do the same thing over and over expecting a different insanity, yeah, yeah, insanity, yeah. definition of insanity is, you know, continuing to do the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I mean, that's what happens to most of these people is they, they, they're looking for all they're searching for all this stuff, but they just keep going back to the same patterns, you know, whether yeah. it be they well, train a certain really intensity best for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's I get that a lot.
0: You, you dictate that set point. Colin Slayer is asking about challenges with working with childhood obesity clients and any tips you may have. Oh, wow. Childhood. Doesn't
1: doesn't that name, though? Doesn't that sound like a Highlander? Colin Slayer. Yeah, it (sighs) kind of does. Yeah, I've been working out to Slayer
3: a lot. Oh, Slayer? I forgot all about Slayer. Oh, dude. I hate that that's when I forget about awesome shit. You yeah. see the
2: text? Yeah. I said, you guys, I, forgot. I haven't listened to Godsmack in forever. Oh, I love Godsmack. Oh, I yeah. always, that's, they're always on, on my playlist. But Slayer, I forgot oh, all about them. Oh, and Anthrax. Geez.
3: Like I forgot about Pantera. Angel of Death! I had to listen to Pantera for like two years. Put Pantera on the other day, and I fucking, I broke the fucking yeah. bar. Yeah. <laughs> I broke stupid, the barbell. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, so let's answer this question. Yeah, I have no head. idea
2: what that has to do with uh, fat kids. That's fucked up. Chubby.
3: So here's the deal with uh, with kids, working with kids who are obese. The challenge is the parents. Yeah. 100% yeah. the parents. Yeah. Mm. It is not <laughs> the kids. Because don't tell me that, Sal. I'm sorry. Uh, you buy the food that your kids eat. They don't have a car. They can't go buy food. Right. Uh, so you're, you're in control of that shit. That's right. And by the way, if your kid is overweight, and you're overweight, then there's a pattern. Yeah. There's a little bit of a pattern yeah. going on. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to have to happen uh, in the whole family. And very rarely do I see one member of a family Um, losing weight while the others uh, stay in shape, especially if that member of the family is a child. Well, and that, yeah, and
1: that's the hardest thing. You look at these like TV shows where they just exaggerate the environment. So it makes it so it's like achievable to lose all this weight and be fantastic and have all these results. And then they get home and they're just no support. Everybody has these shitty habits and it's just, it's just such an impossible thing to battle. So you know, if you want to think of that as far as like your own household, like with kids, like it's definitely a priority you, you look, have to have.
3: It's look if, if if you're the parent in the house, uh, it's you you rule the house. Number one, kids learn from example. So if you sit around all day That's and right. you eat shitty, um, then it's to be very difficult to tell your kids to do otherwise. It's almost impossible. You're better off doing it with them. Now, if you are doing that kind of stuff and your kid still has issues. Um, turn all the electronics off. I mean, you make the rules in the house. You just yeah. be like, okay, you know, son, you get 30 minutes of electronics when you come home from school mm-hmm. and then that's it.
1: Yeah, and I find guarantee Find outlets you, for them to move.
3: That's it. And I guarantee you they will figure out some shit to do that involves movement. Yeah. They will complain, piss, and moan for about a week and cry and whatever and then next thing you know, they're outside doing shit. And I know myself, I'm, I'm guilty of this sometimes. Like, your kids go outside. All of a sudden, you have to pay attention to them, what they're doing. Yeah, You're, they come in, they're dirty. You're like, fuck! You put brought you brought yeah. mud in the house. You got to get it's, in the bath. It's so much easier to be like, put on the TV, you know, um, or get on your computer and your iPad and not do anything. Yeah. But the the reality is, it starts with the parents. So anytime I've had a challenge, it was with the parents. Well, every single time. I want
2: you guys to talk about something that you uh you've talked about before is uh learning how to address the kid too. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, why don't you why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think uh, out of all the things I've heard you guys talk about, that's probably one that will forever stick with me. And I know that. Me going forward, raising a child, that would be something that I would be yeah. uh, conscious of. And I never had thought about until you guys had talked about that.
3: Yeah, 100%. Adam's talking about how you bring this issue up with a child who is overweight. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to associate the exercise and diet with weight loss or you're fat or you're skinny or mm-hmm. we need to make you look better. Right. Because a child um, can and usually will, if this becomes the center focus of them, of their life, will become uh, an issue for them later on in life. It'll become a body image issue and um, that, can be, that can be defeating. It could defeat the, the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. So you want to word it in a way of this is fun. This is good for you. We're doing this together. Yeah uh uh it's It's gonna uh, make you feel really great it makes you feel smarter when you do your homework it makes you it's it's healthier for you harder that's it um make it in those terms in terms of positivity and not in terms of appearance otherwise um it it won't be good Uh, i've seen it you know with with kids uh where you know i've trained girls i trained pageant competitors oh my god you want to talk about uh, body image issues, man. They make bodybuilders look like the most secure people on earth. And uh, some of these pageant competitors will come oh in. God. And these are young girls, dude. 17 years
1: old. Those things are so ridiculous.
3: And they're talking about, you know, you know, bulimia. And, you know, I take these diet pills. And, and their moms will come in with them and hire me. And they'll tell me, my, you, my daughter's flabby here. And they'll grab their daughter's freaking love handle or whatever, or the back of their leg. And do you see the cellulite? Can you make the cellulite go away? And I have more than once giving the parents extremely dirty look, taking them outside, and letting them know exactly how it's going to work if they hire me, and how that is completely inappropriate. And if they if I hear them say that again, I won't train them. I've actually there. never had that. I'll train a pageant competitor, and you'll see some. That's crazy. crazy. Shit. You know it's no, nice. you. I've,
2: Have you ever had that, Jess? I've never had that. I uh, it was. It I was, feel like I oh,
3: I thought like I've trained everything.
1: Um, I've, I've pageant a, kid? Not a pageant kid. No, but like he's saying, like I've had a, a parent before sort of address. Uh, the obesity part of it is like, yeah, he just sits around and eats like, you know, nachos and like, doesn't do anything. He's not doing anything. To his life. Like totally belittling this kid. Yeah. Like right in front of me. And I just had to stop him. And I was like, look, you know, like we'll, we'll address all these issues and all this stuff. Let's make this fun. You know what I mean? Like the kid is here. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make this a torturous thing like like, this isn't just about me being drill sergeant and like, you're losing weight cause you're fat and nah, nah, nah. it's, it's like, wow, look at this like new thing that we can experience and like, you know, get educated about yourself and like how to, how to move better, how to feel better, how to like, you know, apply things and like, you know, really creating this tool for this kid to, um, you know, adopt to the concept of it. Like, you know, like, uh, what, what are you into? You know, what do you oh, find out that really likes swimming? Oh, awesome! Guess what? Like, let's just swim. Let's go swim. Let's go do that. Let's get you out in the ocean. You know, let's let's find things like surrounding these interests. You know, that we can really like get this kid associated with. And it's just like, ah, I don't want to get in there and grind the weights and like have them do jump rope and and burpees. Very noisings. very
3: few kids find that fun. You know There's what I'm Some saying? kids that find it fun. Yeah, but yeah. that but they will not have an issue with childhood obesity. I've had I a couple clients like that. They just need
1: to move and have fun.
3: That's it. That's it, and you know it's funny. I had I just actually got a message from uh, the Instagram page Modern Day Dads, and he he wanted me to do a post and talk about uh, school lunches and stuff. And I haven't done it yet, but I've done I did a little bit of research. I looked up pictures of average school lunches in America. Holy shit! Have you seen? Yeah. I forgot what they look like. No, um, it's basically starch, processed meat, and sugar. Mm-hmm. There's like nothing else in these school lunches, and this is what we're feeding. The kids, and why? Because it's cheap, because it's all subsidized it's cheap, corn and wheat and shit. It's
1: system that won't go away.
3: And uh, it's no wonder that we have this problem. This is what we're giving our children in, in schools as well. Very scary stuff. Very, very scary. And then stuff. we're
1: cutting out physical activity, you know, like programmings and all these things. That's the first thing to go is the physical, like the sporting events, the, uh, the after school things. Like all these things where kids would actually like move around and... Uh, get get extra movement in their day, other than just sitting there, uh, you know, being sedentary all day, trying to absorb whatever it is the teachers like throwing at them.
3: Well, it, it wasn't that long ago that type two diabetes was called adult onset diabetes. That was the name of it. It wasn't mm-hmm. type two. Mm-hmm. They used to call it. It wasn't they that long to, ago. They it, had to change that. It was like the nineties when it was adult onset diabetes. Now it's type two because kids get it. Yeah. And it's no longer adults that develop it. Children get type you 2 know, diabetes. You know
1: what else is interesting? Um, the, the posture is, is a real factor to this childhood obesity epidemic. And um, what's interesting is just the way that, like, ergonomically we have these desks set up and we have all these, like, sedentary uh, long-term, like, classes, like, all scheduled – Uh, And these kids, they they never, they never, they're always in the state of hunched over, you know, protracted shoulders and they're never getting this proper extension. And uh, that's why I respect this guy, this Dr. Ed Thomas. He's, he's created this whole new protocol for schools like in Iowa, I believe. And he's, he he actually has a specific type of a seat where it keeps them upright and they have to engage their core and they and they're guess what? They're Focus they yeah, a, their they're academics awake. are like uh, superior to, to surrounding schools because they're so focused and they take breaks. They take breaks and they do these like calisthenics uh because it's important. Guess what? Like learning and moving are simultaneous like it's 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 a pair that needs to happen. In order for you to absorb and learn properly, well, do you know how kids learn? Kids learn through play.
3: Yeah, that's how kids learn through movement and touch and play. Not through
2: sitting and watching. Could you imagine the three of us like in our later on being like teachers and like a English teacher, a math teacher, like that, and like with the stuff that we would implement? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And imagine like someone walking down the hallway looking at what the fuck. John squatted three (laughs) hundred twenty-five
0: kilograms. How many pounds is that? Yeah. Math class. (laughs)
2: That's great.
0: Uh, Sean P six two nine eight posterior imbalances that cause knee pain. Oh, you must be
3: talking about the posterior chain. Did you forget to put chain there, Doug? I must have. Okay. Mm. Uh, so he's talking about... It's weak talking about my posterior. Im- imbalances in the hips. We'll
2: talk about the posterior chain first.
3: The posterior chain represents all the muscles uh, that represent extension uh, in the body, uh, mm-hmm. and they're all on the backside of the body. So uh, that's everything from erector spinae, you know... Uh, even the lats can even be considered some of the posterior chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main ones that he's talking about um, are the glutes, hamstrings. hamstrings. Yeah, glutes, hamstrings, and calves, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, the, the, but the majorly, the, basically, the muscles that make the lumbo pelvic, hip area mm-hmm. um, and why imbalances there can cause knee pain. We talked about this a little bit in the imbalances episode, I believe, yeah. uh, which we, we have already aired. Um, <clears throat> if your hips are weak and the hips are super mobile, they can move in all kinds of different directions and they're very dynamic. The knees are not even close to as dynamic in the hips mm-hmm. as the hips. They can just flex and extend. And so if my hips are weak or tight, then the ligaments of my knee tend to have to support that weakness because the knees don't move in, in the same directions that the hips do. And so it tends to cause knee pain. Not only that, but having poor hip extension causes tracking issues with the kneecap right. and all kinds of issues. So so weak hips Almost always will cause uh, a dysfunction in the knee
1: joint. Well, and also like and if you tight. don't have strong uh, posterior chain, like you don't have strong hamstrings, glutes, like you're not going to be able to decelerate properly. And this is a lot of times where a lot of people get injuries because of that imbalance. Like you're 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 so dominant. Uh, you know, with your anterior chain.
2: Well, it's also probably why the mo- one of the most common injuries is uh, hamstring being blown for athletes. Baseball player running to first base, wide receiver catching a touchdown. His hamstring blows and goes because his is qu- so quad dominant. He's pedaling so hard with his quads, but his hamstrings can't keep up with his quads and end up going and, and they give.
3: Right. Yeah, so. if you think of running really fast, right, <clears throat> you, you, you push off the floor, your foot comes up, then you go to extend that foot real quick to hit the ground again. That's where the hamstring tear comes because the hamstring is, is uh, in that particular point, decelerating the extension of the knee mm-hmm. and then quickly transferring to extension of the hip. Yep. And if the hamstring is weak and the quad and the hip flexor are strong, they're going to extend that knee real fast and that hamstring can't keep up. Boom. <laughs> and it tears. Snap. Same reason why people will tear a like, muscle in the rotator cuff because, uh, again, it's a muscle responsible for deceleration. Mm-hmm. Hips, if you keep your hips strong, your knees will likely be healthy and your lower back will likely be healthy. And you'll be a fucking kick-ass athlete. Actually, Actually, if you want to be a powerful athlete, you have to have... Strong hips. Yeah. I can't think of a single sport. Yeah, I
2: say all sports yeah. right.
3: where where these guys don't have these guys and girls don't have powerful hips. Yeah. You think a guy punching? It's all in his arm. Yeah. I don't no, it's so. coming from his hips. Yeah. One, it's like a whip. Yep. You know, and the the, the hand is the end of that whip. Generates it. Yep. So uh, for people who start squatting, a lot of times I rep- I I recommend that they do things like single leg toe touches, hip thrusts off the floor. You know, exercise that strength and that hip extension mm-hmm. and then when we go do a squat, uh, you could see them firing properly. Yeah. Otherwise you get the squat like you know when you do your squat assessment and the person tries to do a squat and they go down the squat and the knee moves the knees move way forward. Yeah. And the butt kind of tucks, heels come off the floor, boom, you know right away. Hips are not firing the way they should.
2: Hip. Uh, keep in mind too, when we when we talk about hip strength too, we, we're including mobility in there. Sure, because right. that's that's an important part of that too, is being able. It's just, to... just it's just as important because you know some people might uh, be able to squat pretty good or might have you know strong hips because they're they, or they're powerful because they do one movement like that. But if they don't incorporate other movements yeah. or mobi-
1: supported increased range of motion. Yes. Yeah,
2: exactly. They're so they're then clear. then then you could be over tight, right? Overactive in your hip area, which could end up causing pain down there too, because now everything's shortened and controlled and you're having a hard time moving through full range of motion. So along with strength is also, you know, mobility. So I would
3: say with mobility, you see a lot of uh, if you have poor hip mobility, you see meniscus tears right. quite common because hmm. uh, the hip also rotates. So if I stick my foot out, my leg straight, I can rotate my toes so that they can point in and I can rotate my toes so that they point out. And so what I'm doing, there's internal and external rotation at the hip. The knee doesn't do that. Obviously, my knee stays the same. But the knee has, a, a, you know, has something called a meniscus that prevents it from twisting and holds it in place so it doesn't twist. If I plant my foot and twist and turn and push off and my hips are tight, the mm. meniscus has to do more work to support because the friction. knee. Yeah. And if the hips are tight and I turn, that meniscus is going to be under a lot of strain and then I get meniscus tears. And meniscus tears are probably one of the more common minor knee injuries we see in the gyms and it's because of mobility
2: yeah. and we're also very, very very different we've all had that friend who could stand there and open their feet completely all the way open or pigeon toe themselves all the way in because they've got that great range of motion that's totally genetic that person has something like that. a lot
3: of that you can improve it i mean i have poor internal rotation i have great external rotation so i know if i get twisted the other way i know i'm at risk for meniscus tear but i work on it so mm-hmm.
0: Final question, Joseph Auelua89, do you have any phobias?
3: Mm. Adam should go first. Oh, really? Clowns!
2: Um, (laughs) No, my phobia, uh, yeah, and it was caused by being being young. When we were younger, um, we would uh, run out of toilet paper. And that's what? Yeah. What would you wipe your butt with? Well, you know, it didn't be in like paper towels or tissue paper or whatever. The fuck, you could hope no. you get your hands on. This it. is where the
1: baby wipes came in. Huh?
2: Yeah. Well, well, this is where like I'm. You know, this is a big thing for me. So I have a phobia. So, so you had to walk around with with like, mud butt. Have I ever told the mud butt? Have I ever told the toilet paper story? <laughs> have I told the toilet paper story? Why? Like my no, uh, all no, my, dude, fucking all, tell it. I mean, you told my, everything else
1: about your butthole.
2: All my clients give me toilet paper every year for my birthday. I told Do you? Do they that? really? What? Yeah. So okay, well here, this is how this how this works worked out. I so I'm in the dark on this one. Um those that have been trainers for a, a long time dark. know that lots of you know your clients uh especially your loyal clients have been with you Swimming for a long in. time, you know, buy gifts for you and sometimes they buy really nice gifts especially when they've been with you for a really long time. Um I think I have talked in uh, previous episodes about uh I have this condition where I'm a horrible receiver. Uh, just because I've learned to numb myself He's a great
1: giver. though. He's a, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, He's a great I, pounder. I, oh, you know what I'm saying? He's oh, a topper. You guys are too much. Yes, I am. A, I am oh, a gi- that's I enough. I do. I do enjoy giving. I didn't want to give him the green light, um, but uh, I don't do so well with receiving. So, uh, you know, I got so uncomfortable all the time during my birthday that I finally just said, fuck it. I'm just going to keep it real with all my people and say, you know, please don't give me gifts. Um, you know, if you are going to get me something, then get me something that I will use and I need and I'll appreciate and it'll, and you won't be expecting this huge thing from me. I said, for example, um, I always have to have. Toilet paper, backup on my toilet paper, and that's because, like I said, when I was a kid, we'd run out, and then there was nothing like wiping your butt with McDonald's, you know, paper towels or what napkins <laughs> were worth that. Oh, so oh, that's shit. forever scorned. Cheeseburger
3: wrapper? Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. You know, so it's been rough before, right? Yes. So uh, because of that, it's waxy. You could always guarantee you can come to my I'm house, kind of aluminum foil, and <laughs> uh, even if you think we're out of toilet paper, I have toilet paper stashed throughout my whole house, and I've got told all my clients <laughs> stashed yeah i do just got, emergency it's like, your zombie apocalypse oh, asked, kit. Hey, you <laughs> got a sawdust
1: <laughs> what?
2: so yeah so now my clients they they forever now it's a, and it's a big joke but it's pretty neat uh, normally uh i get enough toilet paper that i actually don't have to buy toilet paper anymore my clients buy me enough that ends up lasting me the Jeez. entire entire year yeah. and I, it's awesome i'm so excited to get it every time because i think it's the funniest thing ever that they do that it's cheap They it cost them probably 20 bucks to give me a Gift and I light up like a Christmas tree, and they don't go spend five six hundred dollars on me and wonder why the fuck I didn't give them like gift what. For a what
3: is the best toilet paper?
2: Yeah, what is the best? Yeah, is there like uh, a quad like uh, quilted?
3: Because I I I I think you would know because you're so into this. I, yeah, I no, would. I mean,
2: I mean, your- I, I mean, I I don't have to be crazy with the three ply. I'm a two ply charming guy. Ooh. And then, um, and then for me the wipes. That's everything, though. The wipes is everything. though the wet wipes. That's my finisher. My finishing exercise. That's your finishing. <laughs> <That's- laughs> it it's not the big bang for your buck. The Charmin Double Ply does is. I mean, without that, you're that's fucked. the bulldozer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's my squat
3: then, and my the, deadlift. Then you, <laughs> yeah, it's my and your follow up Ex-
1: excavator. You, yeah,
3: that's your that's your that's your scoops it. <laughs> that's your your big sandpaper. Yeah, right, and, they and call then I follow. up. With, <laughs> then and I, then you go to the fine yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah, the fine grade.
2: Then I get my good wipes, which is there's there's my plug. for like my, my favorite uh, wipe for my ass Oh, good wipes Good wipes, yeah Yeah, that's good
3: stuff yep. You do smell nice Thank you Down there what? That, that's, that's my phobia Is Wait. to run out of to oh, yeah.
2: toilet paper Is like my biggest fear That would suck, though If right? you did You get it, don't you? Yeah, Make I say. do get it Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Right? yeah You just do what I do What's that? You just use Go the hand, use the hand towel Throw it out the window <laughs> 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 Hope nobody finds it Just take a shower My, yeah. uh <laughs> with the sh- yeah,
2: Put the hose in your ass like it a works. Bit, a little boudoir. Sounds like it. A boudoir. Sounds the sounds Europeans like a good time. do it. Or benday. What is it? Benday, boudoir. What is it's it? It's a. It's a bidet. Yeah, it's a bidet. bidet,
3: bidet. It. I, I knew I was close. You weren't even close. Fuck you. I was close. Dude. A bande. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bandago. <laughs>
3: excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Do you? Can I use your bendago? You bandago? <laughs> this is my show. I can make whatever uh, I want. I have to poop. Yeah. I can make up whatever words I want. I have I to don't poop. have
1: toilet paper, but do you get a bandago.
3: Give him a toggle for my ass. All right. Settle down. So my... Phobia. Here's my phobia. (laughs) This is a real one, man. And you guys know this. You guys have seen this.
0: Oh, God. I I will start with
3: this statement right here. We've seen it? I will start with this statement right here. The greatest invention for me of mankind is fucking is navigation system. Oh, oh navigation okay. system <laughs> i would give up fire if i had to choose between fire <laughs> get, and navigation system on a i'd give up fire i'd be like fuck it i'll never have fire again that's how important navigation system i have the i have the sense of direction i am so bad with direction i'm so mm. bad that i could literally i i could drive to the same place every day for five years not drive there for 2 months and not ho- not remember how to get Can there. Can I just
2: say he is I get fucking lost everywhere. He, he is so bad that okay, we carpooled. I'm so bad I make we,
3: Adam look like a fucking genius. We and me. I'm
2: bad. Yeah, I'm bad. bad. I mm-hmm. am bad. But listen, we carpooled. Uh, we car- okay, Sal, Sal and I live like really close to each other. We're, we're not, but maybe right at we're really literally very close. Very close, right? Yeah. And like, extremely close. we car we carpooled together the other day. And he's driving, and I'm I'm in the passenger seat, and I'm like texting, and then I realize he's about to miss our exit to, to head to fucking Mind Pump, our studio. And I'm like, hey, bro, you gotta get you gotta get off right here. And I'm like, can I not text while you drive, or what? Is that a fucking gonna be an issue? He's like, bro, you know how I am with directions. I'm like, we're going to the goddamn studio that we've been going to for the, at least three times a week for the last year. <laughs> you still don't know how to get there. <laughs> dude real talk
3: bro dude it's real talk <laughs> it's it's horrible i'll get lost i get and it's it's not just driving it's just my sense of direction like i'll go inside a building and i'll come out and i'll be like where the fuck is the exit <laughs> like where's the exit i've been lost in buildings before bro oh my god i'll fucking park somewhere and I, you know i've what been i been left before
1: You have. yeah what do you mean left like when i was in this big flea market you know that flea market uh, in san jose yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just, just left got- me there
3: so this is this is one of the reasons why I uh, tend to live in the same place I grew up, but I don't fuck it because I have this fear of it. But now that we have these navigation systems on our phones and shit, I don't give a fuck anymore. Mm. I'm fucking safe, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's like fucking having toilet paper all the time. Well, I am. Um, I'm bad. Thank I'm, you,
1: Siri.
2: I'm bad with that too. So, but I think mine. Uh, I so both. I have a phobia though. Now,
3: do you, know, you have a phobia of getting lost? No, no, no. no See, I, I do because I used to get I, lost I when I first got my license, and it was fucking. T- I would get lost, and I'd be in the middle of. God knows where. And this is before cell phones and shit. And I have to ask random people how to get places. And then I'd miss the turn for the directions. They get. And I have to ask like five people by the time I get home. Five hours later, almost out of gas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm never going okay. further than well, fucking two, okay, two, so two I, streets. Two street I have a silly one. Okay, let
1: it me hear it. It's totally not as you know, like, is, is crazy as that. But like my dad used to, every time I would go up the stairs as a kid, like, he would grab my leg. And then I would like freak out because like he was just you know just playing whatever whatever. So to this day, like I jump skip up the stairs like really fast. <laughs> I shit you not. You I don't still it's grab- in my head. I don't want anybody grab my legs. Oh, that's funny. It like it, it's so stupid and like I know this is crazy, but like especially if it's like an open you know stair Oh, where you go through and the, and, the like, Yeah, and it's like dark under there. I'm like, yeah, I like sprint up it. big time. Do you
3: guys remember when you were kids uh, and you'd be in bed? I don't know about you guys, but I could not have my foot be outside the covers. Like, it could be hot as fuck. Feet had to be covered. Oh, yeah. Because if my foot was out, something's gonna fucking grab it
1: <laughs> yeah man
3: and i gotta put this
1: protective blanket
3: over i, I it. put That'll a fucking anything. pillow
1: over my face because i don't want to see demons really? yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i hate to tell you justin but when you put <laughs> when you put
3: your face in the pillow you're gonna feel a demon oh, oh
1: wait that not that way
3: <laughs> oh sorry yeah, i'm
0: on my back yeah do you have any phobias uh doug oh you would ask me that um I don't know if I have any big phobias. I mean, I'm a little claustrophobic. You don't like being in tight spaces? Ooh, this whole time you've been sitting there, you've been thinking about phobia? Do you, what are you doing over there? What? This whole time you've been sitting over there, you don't think? about I'm not phobia? sitting there thinking about my phobias. I'm, I'm listening to yours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, okay, you see? Mm. He has a phobia of getting asked he's <laughs> yeah, phobia.
2: Yeah, that's, that's why I'm <laughs> ask, yeah, right. ask the guy yeah. who
0: doesn't like being on the radio fucking a question when he's not ready. No, it's not that I mind. It's just that I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, it's okay. Uh thanks for listening to Mind Pump. Leave <laughs> us a five star five-star rating and review. Uh, you
3: can find us at Mind Pump Radio on Instagram. You can find, you can me- find Mind
1: Pump Adam, Mind Pump Justin, Mind Pump Sal at Instagram. <laughs>
2: or check out the Facebook
1: page. I wanted to steal mm. that
0: steal your yeah. thunder. Mindpumpmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.